Welcome to No Sanity Required. I am going to go ahead and tell you that I don't know how this episode is going to roll because I just spent 45 minutes talking into a paused recorder. It was on hold. I literally, I literally just recorded an episode and and have nothing to show for it. So I'm going to try to work back through my show notes, my episode outline, and we'll make the most of it. Happy New Year. This is the first episode of 2023. We're excited to be with you and excited that you care enough to tune in, listen, support. No sanity required. Because you listen, because you share, this podcast is growing like crazy. It's it, The growth has been uh, – when we started this thing, we thought it would be – just a cool extension of what we do at Snowbird Wilderness Outfitters, but it's turned into a lot bigger deal than we realized. Um, we just came out of our, our first two conferences of the year, Winter Swole 1, Winter Swole 2, and I don't know. I had probably 15 conversations in just a few days with people just randomly that say, hey, I love the episode, um, love the uh, podcast, love NSR, or they would talk about a specific episode. It made me realize just how many people are listening. Thank you. Um, we're blown away by that and excited. And, and so we're committed more than ever to bringing you really good content in 2023. I uh, got some episodes coming up that I'm excited about. We'll be sitting down with my son-in-law and daughter, Greg and Kilby Helms, um, in, in the next couple of weeks, that episode will be coming to you as they prepare to go back to East Africa, where they will serve, uh, their next term. There's a, a, a in the same place in uh, South Sudan and Northern Uganda. I'm going to be sitting down with my son, Tucker Holloway, um, who was recently on the Grizz podcast with my buddy, Jason George. Uh, I might check that out. It was, it was a cool episode, but I'm going to sit down with Tuck and and talk about just uh, his journey as a division one power five athlete and specifically about um, staying focused on your walk with Jesus in that type of an environment. I think it'll be helpful for anybody that lives and works in the secular world, not the ministry world. Um, and then uh, I'm going to sit down with Rob Conti, and we're going to be doing uh, – uh, I got a lot of good feedback on the episode that I did on sermon prep. So I'm going to sit down with Rob and talk about what is expository preaching, what is the right way to preach, what is the biblical way to preach and teach and handle the Scripture – and I think that's something that will be – I think a lot of people are going to be real excited about that. They're going to like that. So I'm looking forward to that. That's coming up. Going to do an episode on angels. You know, one of the things we do is we talk about theological issues, Bible topics, Bible passages, and have been preparing, have started preparing an episode on angels. Read a couple of crazy cool passages this morning uh, in preparation for that. And uh, that I've, I've wanted to do it for a while and in preparing to teach and preach a a text out of Hebrews one um, that's heavy on um, like uh, conversation and discussion about angels. It, I just thought, you know what, it's time. So, kind of double dip, prepare for that message, and also prepare for an episode here. Excited for that. Um, Going to bring you a year end update. Talk about some things that uh, we're excited about here at Snowbird. New things God's doing. Hopefully, get you excited about coming. And we're going to talk about staff opportunities at SWO. For uh, college students, young adults, um, 23 is going to be a big year, and we're in the middle of staff recruitment right now. So we're going to talk a little bit about what goes into being on staff here, the philosophy behind why we do staff, staffing the way we do, the selection, the training, and all of that. Um, so uh, kind of a hodgepodge episode, but I'm excited to bring it to you. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to No Sanity Required, the first episode of 2023.
Welcome to No Sanity Required from the Ministry of Snowbird Wilderness Outfitters, a podcast about the Bible, culture, and stories from around the globe. Well, Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, We just came through a crazy December. Let me just give you a quick overview of December here. Uh, I I know we didn't drop an episode last week, took some downtime with family and had a great time. Tuck and I spent uh, several nights and days camping and hunting. Man, it was nine degrees, I think, that last morning when we got up. It was right on the front end of that cold snap that everybody all over the country experienced. And we were hunting. Gosh, it was so cold. Um, but we had we had a good hunt. Uh, I think Tuck saw six or seven bucks. Uh, he took one mature buck, a three-and-a-half-year-old buck. That was a nice buck. I took a doe for some meat, more meat. Uh, I think that brings the kill total for the Holloway Nation this year to a little bit lower than most years. I think uh, we have killed six, maybe eight or nine white-tailed deer, uh, four of them are bucks, five of them are does, uh, and then four hogs. Man, we're going to hunt some more. And then a bunch of squirrels and critters. Um, the day that I'm recording this, it's a beautiful bluebird day, which is a great day for crow hunting. So after school today, I'll pick up my man, Moses, and we're going to set out crow decoys in the collar and do some crow hunting. That's Mo's favorite because it's a quick hunt. It's action-packed. So uh, anyway, it's a fun season. At the end of the year, uh, we did a we come. One of the things we do in our in in any event we do at Snowbird, whether it's a summer camp or a fall retreat or an adult conference, is we do exit surveys. We ask people, what can we do better? How can we improve? We had we had over eleven thousand people come through in two thousand twenty-two, and pretty much. Um, you know, we're, we're in a good place. Everything's going good. People are loving the experience they're getting at Snowbird. We're, we're meeting, um, and being driven by our, our mission statement that Snowbird Wilderness Outfitters exist to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ through the exposition of scripture and personal relationships, um, in order to equip the church in this generation. So we, we have, uh, you know, these markers, we're going to proclaim the gospel always. We're going to teach the Word of God expositionally. We're going to develop and cultivate relationships. But one of the things that we use as a platform and a tool is recreation. And we've got growing pains right now where we're seeing, uh, you know, massive waiting lists for every event that we do. And that waiting list is is something that we want to get we, we want to get it more manageable. I mean, there's thousands of students that want to come here in the summer that can't come. And we grew, uh, we've started to develop and grow the main infrastructure of Snowbird. We, we got uh, a septic expansion project done in 2019 and 20. We purchased two additional properties in 2021, 20 and 21. Um, and now we're in the process of developing this next phase of infrastructure development. And so there's a lot of construction going on. We've got we've to build more housing we've got to build more dining space we need a bigger dining hall right now we're, we're making do with a couple of buildings that weren't even designed to to really serve meals out of but but it's working we're making it work but um, one of the things we got to do in order to 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 build is we have to have a, a more water on the property so we have a two inch water main that goes to the property we've got to we got to expand that to six inch water main 
part of that is for fire suppression. I won't get into the details and bore you. Most of our listeners are not interested in those details. But we got to raise $250,000 to bring a main water line from the town of Andrews main water line to our property. And, uh, and so the Lord has just given us favor as we've started to try to um, set money aside, save money, raise money. At the end of the year, we had two different donors step up and say, hey, we want to we want to give matching money. So one was 50000 one was 26000 $76,000 matching grant that the Lord brought in um, more than just the seventy six to match. He, he went above and beyond with that. And, I mean, we had people giving $50, and we had people giving $5,000 and $8,000 and $20,000. Like, it's crazy to see y'all and, and others support the work God's doing here. And I think um, – it's it's just real affirming of the direction we're going and the call that God's given us. So we're in a good position going in 2023 to start expanding and developing um, the next phase of construction. Right now we can handle about 550 guests at a time along with our 100-plus staff. And so we need to grow those numbers. And we're going to get into this episode, we're really going to get into how we staff and train our staff, select our staff, and and talk about that and what, what you get out of serving on staff a year here at Snowbird. Um, so we got this new facility um, at the North Campus. We've got the Super Coop, which is our main worship facility at Snowbird's North Campus. But there's a, there's an old warehouse-type building, and we've converted a, a, a big area in there to uh, this really cool indoor laser tag facility, which we'd never done. We had dabbled in laser tag a little bit, but we had it as an outdoor wreck, which in the summer was brutal. It was just kind of an alternative to paintball because people, some people don't want to get shot with paintballs. Um, I don't know that anybody really wants to get shot with them, but some people are not willing to play the game um, because they don't want to get hit bad enough. Um, but anyhow, uh, this is a really cool laser tag facility we just put in. Um, and then we're working on a new slide. So anyway, I, I'll come back. Let's come back at the end and talk about some of that stuff. What I want to do right now is uh, is talk about um, at the end of the year, the Lord has been so gracious to give us momentum going into 2023. But the thing that we have to have is we have to have a large staff to operate the way we feel like God's called us to operate. In the middle of our mission statement is that piece that says through through personal relationships and to do relational ministry you may have heard that phrase before you may have used that phrase that's uh, a phrase that you'll hear a lot around snowbird relational ministry just means we're not just putting students in a room and preaching to them and we're not just sending them down recreational activities but we're engaging them in conversation and we're interacting with them in the way we do share groups and i want to talk a little bit about number one the need that we have for quality staff and how you can help us, whether that's just by praying or by praying about if, if you might get involved or if you know somebody. Um, and then the second thing I want to talk about is um, what it looks like to select that staff, train that staff, invest in that staff, and then lead and guide that staff through a season of ministry here. And what opportunities then grow out of being on summer staff here? Summer staff, for the most part, is the gateway to, to other staff opportunities at Snowbird. So, so as a ministry that's committed to personal relationships and relational ministry, I, I said a while ago, we don't, 
we don't just bring students in and preach to them. You know, like if, if there's 550 people here at an event, um, which in some arenas, that's a huge um, event. In other arenas, that's a teeny event. You know, I've, I've preached at some of these super conference type events that are put on by state level denominations or big independent operations where there's five, six, seven thousand students. I preached at an event. I think the biggest event I've ever preached at was seven thousand students. We preached at a lot of events that were, you know, two to five thousand in that range, twenty five hundred to five thousand. And twenty five hundred to five thousand, that's a big event in my mind. Snowbird, if you come to a worship service at Snowbird, typically there's gonna be with staff and all in the building, all in, there's gonna be probably close to seven hundred people sitting in the room. And we're going to do that two or three times a day. And and we're committed to faithfully preaching the Word of God in what's called an expositional or expository manner. We're going to be bringing an episode in the future where we're going to talk about, and, and this is going to be the first part of 2023, we're going to do an episode on how we approach expository preaching, what that looks like. And we'll sit down with Rob Conti, who teaches our expository preaching class. <clears throat> it's, a, it's The class actually biblical exposition and and why that's such a big deal why it's one of our kind of main pillars in our mission statement but you could bring like we could bring let's say we ran this thing we, we figured out how to run it with half the size of staff that we run it with right now we run our summer program we'll have 100 we'll have north of 150 people on staff a hundred of them will be what we would call counselors like camp counselors so 100 camp counselors, another 50 people in management and leadership for 550 people that are going to come in. That's a big staff, you know. We could we could be a lot more fiscally advantageous. In other words, we can make we can make more money at this thing and and be a lot more comfortable in terms of how we grow and develop with the money that comes in by cutting that staff size down to probably we could do we could do a lot of what we do with about 35 to 40 percent the size of staff that we run with but we're committed to relational ministry and we're also committed to the development of young men and women in that 18 to 25 year old age bracket and that's that's what our staff is primarily comprised of so we're not just ministering to teenagers and adults at adult conferences we're ministering to to the staff that serve here there's a there's a system in place where we have small groups and discipleship groups and community groups and what we call fire teams and and there's a there's a lot of investment into the staff that serves here and i think that's what that's something that it shouldn't be that that's a unique thing but if it's not unique it's at least very rare there's not a lot of ministries that do that if you serve at snowbird wilderness outfitters the personal investment that's made into you and into your spiritual growth and development, it's high level. I mean, it's a big investment. And uh, I can't say enough about that. But in order to do that, we've got to bring in a big staff. And, and uh, I mean, like there are, there are big conference-type camps by organizations like Student Life where they'll run 3,000 kids at an event and only have 50 staff. Well, we run 550 people at an event and have 150 staff, and that's that that creates some some hurdles, but it's something we're committed to, and so that goes all the way back to the early 
days at Snowbird. Like from the early, early beginnings, we were committed to <clears throat> doing this thing relationally. And it really goes back to pre-Snowbird. A lot of you know from the early episodes, and, and this was going to be a big part of the book that's coming out in 2023, the No Sanity Required book. A big part of the story is the camp that we worked at before we started Snowbird. Awesome camp, awesome people, awesome facility, bigger facility than we have here. But, man, they didn't have enough people to do what, what they needed to do and to do it effectively. I mean, it was like uh, a couple hundred students a week, and I think the total staff was about 15. So it's it's like a 1 to 12, 1 to 14 ratio, something like that. And And then on top of that – the staff would be super solid, and then they would come in for a three-day, three-day staff training. I think there was a five-day training for some of them, and then a required three-day training. And then we start running camp, and then man, just go gangbusters, just wide open for ten weeks or whatever, and it just burn them out. So we were, our our commitment at Snowbird is to train and equip our staff on the front end. That actually begins with the application and selection process. Then we go to an orientation. Then we go to a, a, a two-week staff training. Then week to week through our 10 weeks of summer camp, we're investing in them weekly. So let me, let me just real quick give you an overview of what that looks like. So the staff application that is open right now, that's we've been taking those applications for a couple months now, and we'll take them for another month and a half, I think. That application is, is very involved. It's not like a quick questionnaire or a one- or two-page little deal it's 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 going to take a, a, an applicant through a series of biblical and theological questions to help us figure out kind of where they're at what they know help us prepare for training it's okay if they don't know everything that's on that application um, but but we want to know kind of where we are and and, and what how to, how to structure our training for that particular staff and then to make sure we're meeting the needs of each applicant <clears throat> If they, if they get selected. And then once they get through the selection process, which involves interviews, conversations, um, it's, it's pretty interactive with our team. We have a team of people, about six people here, that devote a large part of their winter to that staff selection process. Then once the staff is in place, we begin a series of videos and 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 uh media interactions with them so that we're staying in touch with them day to day week to week then we bring them in in the spring for a staff orientation weekend then we bring them in may for a two-week staff training and in that staff training they'll get trained on recreation but they'll they'll also learn the history of snowbird the core values of snowbird our core values are the values that we operate by in terms of how we hire, fire, select, um, promote, um, reprimand, things like that. They're the things that drive the day-to-day operations. This is different from our mission statement. The core values are things like hardworking, servant-hearted, positive attitudes. Um, we have the, the big one that is no surprise is that we're gospel-centered or gospel-driven. And so our core values are, are guiding principles that keep us on track. And I would say, I would challenge you as a, as a listener to have a set of core values for your life. As a dad or mom, have a set of core values for your family. Um, establish values. Right now I'm in the middle of, of kind of vamping core values that, that we're going to go through as a family where throughout the first 22 years of being a, a parent, uh, we operated with um, 
certain values that were that were biblical principles, but we're gonna we're gonna structure that a little bit more even in our home. So churches, businesses, ministries need to have core values that the, that that kind of guide their guiding principles for how they do things. So in our staff training orientation and staff training, we'll walk through those core values. We'll walk through things like liability. We'll go through CPR first aid training if if people don't have it. We'll go through our recreation training, which is really, really, really involved. I mean, really involved. Our recreation training is um, is is a big part of uh, our staff training. So if you come and work and serve at Snowbird, you're going to get trained on one rec- recreational element. You could be a river guide. Uh, you could be someone that's a facilitator on a tower or a swing or something like that. And so we're going to train that. We're going to train operating procedure, procedures, emergency action procedures in case there's, you know, an event where someone gets hurt. Um, you know, you have a heart attack on site with a leader. What do you do? You know, things like that. But it's two weeks plus the orientation. It ends up being closer to two and a half weeks. Then once the camp starts the summer camp program camp runs from monday to saturday each week but it starts monday afternoon so monday late morning midday we do a staff worship service and then we break out into our staff small groups and so there's a constant spiritual investment being made into the staff we're not just asking them to pour out but we're pouring into them and then those small groups are structured where they're in a really small group of about four people called a fire team, and then two fire teams come together to make up what we call a community group. And so there's there's a double-layered structure of small groups, a really small group, and then a little bit larger small group that they meet with multiple times through the week. Um, and so it's, it's, I, I want to make it really clear, somebody that comes to serve here is doesn't have to know anything about what we do and the way we operate. You need to be gospel driven. You need to be a person that wants to make a kingdom impact and know that you're going to experience an extremely rewarding ministry investment into other people, but you're also going to be invested in. I think that's super important. Um, I, I know it's super, but it's very important. We're going to invest in you at a high level, at a high rate. Um, and it's going to be life changing. It's going to be life changing. And we right now we're about halfway to where we need to be for the summer 23 as far as applicants in place. We've started the selection process. We've got like right now, we've got like 250 uh, potential applicants that have started their application, but they've, but some of them started and they, they just stopped. I think they've probably gone on to other things. We can see when an application is started. Um, so pray about it. if you might serve here. You have a, a a friend, a family member, someone at church that you think, man, they're, they're in that college age or right out of college, and they're not locked into a career. They could be a school teacher, somebody that has flexibility in the summer. There are other summer opportunities, like you can come be a, a nurse for a week, um, and and you know serve in in a role like that. We need bus drivers. We need support staff, folks that can come and help us operate at Snowbird in the summer. And there's there's a lot of need, a lot of needs. And um, and the way you apply is you just go to Snowbird's website, and there's an application tab there. So I encourage you to do that. Um, going all the way back to the founding days of Snowbird Outfitters, we've been committed to growing and developing staff, and we've gotten better at it. 
Um, I think we each year we get a little bit better. We learn a little bit more. And there's even out of that summer staff opportunity, there's opportunity to, to join and enter into and enroll in the Snowbird Leadership Institute, which was a, which is a 12-month program that's phenomenal. We train leaders for ministry and business. Right now we've got 30, about 33, I think, uh, folks in the Institute. Phenomenal program. Uh, so pray about it. Think about it. Come check it out. We're just coming out of our college retreat weekend where we typically, this past weekend we had our college retreat, and we typically see a big bump. And, uh, man, there's a, there's a young lady on staff right now. Her name's Issa, uh, and she is an incredible young lady who is, like, just, I mean, I love her to death. My family loves her. The Snowbird family loves her. But it's cool. We were talking yesterday. She and I were talking, or I'm sorry, a couple days ago. was was before the weekend. We are talking about this college event that we just did. She came to that last year. It was her first exposure to Snowbird. And night one, God moved in her heart. And, uh, and she said, I think this is where I could be. And she's now serving here in the Institute. She came and worked in the summer. And now she's in our Leadership Institute, which we'll do another episode sometime when we talk about what the Institute is and how it operates. Um, but Pray, pray for, if, if you're not somebody that's in a position to come and serve, would you pray with us that God would send us the right workers? Jesus talked about this when he said, there's a massive harvest ready to be had, but there's very few laborers. Seems like um, there's never enough workers in the field. And it's oddly enough, one of the things that we encounter a lot is is parental uh, parental blockage like disruption like parents don't want their kid to come spend the summer here they want them to be at home or do a paid internship somewhere for their you know their major or whatever and and which by the way we can get real creative with how we work internships here um but anyway pray that god send us the people we need we appreciate that so much uh, winter swoe. We're talking. Uh, let's let's move on to um, the re- the the last little bit of our time here together. Let's talk about things that are coming up at swoe and opportunities we have, and then the recreation update. Um, we've got uh, we've we've we got two winter swoes under our belt this weekend. We've got the third one coming up. We're teaching on the genealogy of Jesus. I can't wait to put that teaching content out. Going to share some of that in some NSR episodes, and uh, the looking at the fact that Jesus is the son of God, the son of man. And um, so that's the teaching focus. First couple of events were awesome, man. It was so much fun. Uh, shout out to all you guys that came up to me at Winter Swo 1 and 2 and said you're an NSR listener. Love you guys. Awesome to to meet some of you for the first time. And I uh, hope, hope that the impact of those events is, is shaping the way you're walking into the first part of this semester um, or the way you're you know you got back to work if you're a leader that that brought students um so that's that's uh we got five winter swells i think it's five um mlk and the president's day are the last two so maybe it's maybe it's four i think it's four and then we've got our pure and holy retreat coming up which is a winter conference with a different teaching focus it really focuses in on Biblical sexuality, relationships. We may change the name of those conferences in the future as things with progressivism and wokeism and cancel culture and just kind of where we are as a society. The the topics that we cover um, are are so front and center as a culture right now, but we might change the name of it to, to be a little bit more captivating in terms of that angle. I don't know. We'll see. Love to hear your feedback on that. Um, pure and holy could be a little bit confusing, I think. Um, year end, uh, 
was phenomenal at Snowbird, and the start to the new year is, is already just we're off to a blistering pace. Um, and and anticipating God doing big things, we moved our Iron on Iron Youth Pastors and Youth Workers Ministry Leaders Conference from August up to March. So we're doing that in March this year. So that's coming quick, and we'd love to get you here if you if you do anything in st- in student ministry. You're a teacher, a coach, a youth pastor, youth pastor's wife a small group leader, we'd love to have you here. Um, that's coming up in March, so check it out. And that thing is, like, free for people that work in student ministry. And then it's, like, super cheap for people that just want to come for the equipping. I mean, super cheap. Um, yeah, let me give you an update on the recreation. Um, so coming out of uh, this past summer, we had we had some concerns over – the fact that we we hadn't put a lot into recreation expansion over the last couple of years because we had been growing other areas of the camp, and so we, there was there was a clear need. Part of that coming from feedback we got from attendees. Part of it coming from just hey, there's t- this time to stir things up. So we've put in a massive. We will have spent a lot of money by the time you get here. Put in a massive new single person swing. Um, similar to the three-man swing, but it's a one-person swing, and you actually climb up. It's kind of like it's it's really like the old Goliath swing, but I think a, a much improved version, taller, faster, um, uh, a bigger platform to, to start from on the top, which a lot of people will be happy about. Um, but that's uh, that's new, and that we've run that for the first three events now, and it's been a hit. I mean, a complete like it's good. People are loving it. Uh, I mentioned laser tag. The new laser tag facility is awesome. It's still under construction. It's operational, but we're going to be building more bunkers, more partitions, some high, some high ground, low ground stuff. I'm excited about that. Uh, that'll be ready by spring, definitely by summer. And then we're putting in. This is what I wanted to uh, talk about, um, as far as uh, what I wanted to explain. We're putting in a new slide. There's a company called Neviplast, N-E-V-E-P-L-A-S-T. You can find them online. It's a European company. And they make these slides that think of a tube slide when you go winter snow tubing. You get that effect, but there's no snow. You can run it in July, August. Think of a water slide, but there's no water. You could run it in January. This is a 12-month usable um, event. It's a long tandem slide that two people can go side by side down you ride on an inner tube this is not a homemade redneck ghetto slide this is something that uh that is manufactured that we are spending a lot of money to have brought in and right now we've got bulldozers on the property grading cutting ground and and laying the slide out it's going to be right at the at the at the big field if you're familiar with the snowbird property just uh to the right of the the main dining facility that we call the metal building which is a funny name not very creative i know um that that big hill that's kind of going down the hill uh on on the main road that goes through camp that's kind of facing the back entrance to camp so if you've never been to snowbird it's just it's going to be kind of in a front and center location big long slide and it's cool because our water slide at camp people can't ride together it's one person at a time um just from a liability perspective this slide, it's tandem, so there's two slides side by side, and then you can put up to eight people going at once with their friends. So it's a high volume event, super fast, super fun. Took our interns and our institute students and went and wrote a few of these. There's one at Ober Gatlinburg, the ski area, 
There's one at Smithsonian. There are big ones. There are small ones, that, but, but they're kind of an up-and-coming trend, and we like to be on the front edge of stuff like that. And this one's going to be fun. People are going to love this thing. Man, this dude is awesome. And so the weather hadn't cooperated yet, but um, hopefully we'll get this thing in sooner rather than later. We've got a lot of dirt pushed and moved and dug up. We've got kind of the, the, the main layout of the slide put in place. The material is going to be here in about two weeks. Um, and I can't wait to get it in. There'll be some awesome video coming out once we get that rolling. It's so funny, the early days of Snowbird. I remember I remember just making stuff up because we didn't have recreational options. I remember taking people and going. I literally remember taking, this is in the 90s, late 90s, taking students in a school bus going up a secondary forest, not forest service road, but a gravel road up to a lake that is that is like owned by the power company that was that's now fenced you couldn't get it i mean now you have to climb over a fence we go up there and like rappel off this rock face and then there's a there's uh, and that was beside the lake but then there's this metal dock that's not a sir it's a it's a service dock for the power company it's not like a dock you go sunbathing on or that you go jump off of but we'd jump off that thing it's about a 20-foot dock take students out there at 10 o'clock at night and jump off of that thing we go night repelling no risk management component back then no no concerns of liability just I don't know how we made it, but we did. The Lord gave us favor and we made it. So now when we expand recreationally, we got to do it right. We got to spend money, spend tra- uh, do a lot of training, and we've done that. We're in the middle of that right now. So I'm excited. Get on our Instagram page, and you can see the new swing. Uh, get on fo- If you don't follow us on Instagram, check it out. Um, and then some of the laser tag stuff, some cool video content out there right now. Come see us in 2023, upcoming episodes I'm excited about, an episode on expository teaching, what it is, why it's so important, how we do it at Snowbird, how you can implement it in your personal Bible study, Um, sit-down conversations with two of my kids, Kilby Helms and her husband Greg, and then my son Tucker Holloway, excited about those episodes, kind of squeezing those in together just because they're home for a short period of time. I'd like to space them out, but I want to do those as in-person conversations. Um, yeah, so that's going to be good. And, uh, and then an episode on angels, the thing about angels, I'm, I'm excited to do, and it might seem like what in the world, but I'm still putting that content together. Um, it's there, there are some things in scripture that I think are mysterious to people and mysterious to me. Things concerning end times is one of those things that's mysterious to me. Angels are mysterious to me. So it'll be fun to do a dive into that and just kind of study it together. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to, to, um, Having you join me on that little study, I'm not a, I'm not a, uh, a college professor, or seminary professor, or anything like that. So it'll be kind of tailgate theology, blue collar approach. But let's talk about angels. They're there. They're in scripture. Some crazy stories. I'll tell you right now. The one with Elisha and the chariots of fire and the horses. I can't wait. That's in Second Kings six. We're gonna jump into that one. But that's coming up. So that's at the first part of 2023 here along with some other guests we'll have come in. Going to be interviewing my cousin, Mooch. I've been promising you that. He's a Secret Service agent and uh, and then another guy in law enforcement uh, that I'm looking forward to sitting down with and talking to and just hearing cool stories. Um, and then I plan to get Gar back on here in 23. He hasn't been on. I don't think he was on in 22. I think it's been 2021 was the last time he was on. And get Gar on here, get an update from the Bozeman's um, and also just some more stories from combat, man. I love listening to that guy tell stories. Such a crazy, 
good storyteller and such a crazy life and journey that he's been on. Thanks for listening to No Sanity Required. We'll talk to you soon, Lord willing. Thanks for listening to No Sanity Required. Please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating. It really helps. Visit us at SWOutfitters.com to see all of our programming and resources. And we'll see you next week on No Sanity Required.